monsters. <laughs> this is your time. Okay, okay, okay. Hello! Welcome to the Monster... No, Murder Horror Monsters Podcast. I am Skloon. <laughs> this lovely person laughing at me is Ash. Oh, wait, you don't know. let you introduce yourself. No, that's okay. I You don't understand how many times, like, in my brain before we ever press record, I literally am like, don't fuck up our intro. Don't fuck up our intro. Don't, it's murder. I, I did it. I did the thing. You did the thing. And you know what? I think it's great that you <laughs> just, you owned it and you went for it and that's okay. Yeah. You know what? We're Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And this podcast, you know, showcases that on a regular basis. A weekly yeah. basis, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're just simple, non-perfect peoples doing non-perfect things perfectly. You know what is perfect? Huh. I mean, besides you, obviously. Uh, but Shut the, <laughs> But the show that we've been watching together, is yes. it Cake? It is actually perfect. Those it cakes is, are perfect. <laughs> those cakes are perfect. I will tell you from the get-go, the host is a little, a little too much for me. Not because oh, yeah. he is a bad host, but overall, I'm just not that kind of person that likes hosts that are like well it could be the real item or it could be (laughs) cake and a lot of cheese so much cheese i think it's getting better though as each episode goes through like the ups and downs the in and outs but the people who are on the show are incredible. Yeah. Oh my god, they're so talented. All of them. I the one that we watched last night, she made a duck. Like a wooden duck. I think her name and is he April. Was gorgeous. Yeah, oh April. God. And the fact that she had like the foresight to use like dark chocolate for like the head and she sat there and she hand painted the whole thing, like it yeah. blew my mind. And she carved in the grooves and stuff. Like, they didn't even come close to guessing, like, that was the cake. I think they I'm pretty sure they just didn't pick the cake at all. No, but I'm also pretty sure that when they were judging, like, what was cake and what was not cake, they skipped over hers completely because it looked just so realistic that they were like, no, no, that's that's not cake. That's real. Like, insane. And then... There's another contestant, Andrew, who is just the cutest little ball of Halloween I've ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> he's, he's a vibe. Got, he's got lime green hair. His glasses are like one side's a square, the other side's a circle. He yeah. wears like what I call genie pants, and they're kind of like harem pants, but then they have like the calf of them are like super tight <laughs> so they're just they're just like balloon pants yeah his hair's done up in a victory roll like what yes he's like you said such a vibe and yeah his cakes are incredible we're obviously not going to say like who's been winning or losing or anything like that but his cakes just astound me Every single time. Everyone's cakes astound me. I think there yeah. was one where you both of us were like, 
no, like you could have done so much better. Yeah. But he ran, I think he ran out of time. Like, yeah. that's why. Yeah. But that's okay. But that's, uh, it's a good way to unwind from all of our horrors that we have to research <laughs> on a weekly basis. That's what we've been doing. We go through a lot of horrors uh, researching and otherwise. And then <laughs> just to watch some cake is good. It's a good time. Yeah. Normally we watch like some sort of uh, like murder documentary or like a movie of some sort of that nature. But lately, like we both were like, we've done some pretty heavy episodes as of late. So like... Let's just, let's just dial it back. Let's have some yeah. cake. <laughs> let's have some cake. For goodness let's sake, let's eat some cake. <laughs> Is that going to be our sign out today? <laughs> yeah. Eat yeah, some sure. cake. Eat some cake for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, do you, I mean, it's not our merch, but do you want to tell our quote-unquote viewers what you got in the mail today yes i did a shirt and somebody <laughs> sent me a very comfy hoodie and it says the national cryptic society and it has a mothman and it has like a like a wolfman maybe i think and it's a dog man yeah dog man and a big sasquatch might be bigfoot Bigfoot. I think it's a Bigfoot. I think it's like the three like kind of classic ones. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And then on the back it says, uh, "Caution, Mothman ahead." And I love that because I always look, I look, look forward to Mothman and his blessing. We so always look know. forward to Mothman. Not people know. I will, I will tell you, it took me forever to find one that I actually liked to get to you. <laughs> There Aww. are there are so many like super cute drawn up like anime style cryptids and I was like yeah. oh that's cute but like at the same time for someone who like draws in chibi style or you know very cute anime-esque style I was like I feel like she would want to make her own if it was in this way I want to give her something that she would not think to create. Yeah 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 I love this hoodie. I told Ash a million times, but I'm never taking it off. If if you see somebody wearing it, it's me. Just so, so you know, it's never sun taking bleached. it off. It's sun bleached. It's covered in dirt and like it just yeah. has like random sweat stains and like mud. <laughs> and people are like, "Have you washed that?" And you're like, "No." I said I was never taking it off. I'm gonna become like, an actual cryptid in this hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run into the woods and live my best life. The fleece monster. I love that. (laughs) No, I I plan on getting one myself. That way we match and we can be the National Cryptid Society. (laughs) It's going to be great. We're the Cryptid Society. (laughs) (laughs) My brother came in and I was like, look it. Look what Ash bought me. (laughs) It's like instantly in his face about it. Listen, we just got to... I was in, so just to kind of give a little bit of a backstory, we can't say anything quite right now. By the time this episode comes out, there might already be updates. Um, Please always check our Twitter at Mm -hmm. MHMPod. 
uh, Sloon's been posting some beautiful things about the stories that we've done, and they are incredible, so you should definitely follow um, our Twitter, but we have some behind-the-scenes ambassadorships, if you will. We're trying to get, you know, a mutual partnership with some companies, and we think they're going to be really fun and really cool, and I think having something that's slightly true crime and cryptid that shows who we are to represent in said um, collaboration is going to be a lot of fun. So just keep an eye out for all of that because I can't wait. <laughs> just I just can't wait. Yeah, me either. It's going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Ah. So cool. Good things be coming. <laughs> to the moon! To the moon! Always to the moon. That's our that's our motto. Like yeah. our team motto is to the moon because that's what you should always strive for. You should always strive for big and better. And what's the saying? Uh, you shoot for the moon, but it, you can still land among the stars. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, really? Yeah. Basically, yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, you always shoot for the moon. But like, if you still land among the stars, like you're among the stars. Like... You're among us. You're sorry. Among us. <laughs> Moose. It's programmed in my brain at this point, I think. It's a it's okay. But we're super excited, so eyes peeled, ears yeah. open, all that fun stuff. What tabs, computer tabs? Tabs what? tabbed. Bookmarked? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but besides besides presents, what have you been up to? What is what has Scloony Tune been up to lately? Um well I have a spoonful that I will wait until the end of the progress, of course. But mm-hmm. um, I've been busy. I've been busy. I helped my friends at the flea market. That was fun. I got to see did a you, bunch of cool stuff. Did you think about the idea that I told you about maybe handing like business cards out for like yeah, extra commissions? I did, but uh, a lot of the people there were like super, super old. Not to be rude, but like. Oh. super old so i don't yeah. think it was their kind of like shtick if i were to do it i would recommend maybe not a flea market then but like a farmer's a, a market yeah like a like yeah a, yeah every like saturday there's a art market that happens in like our downtown area and they have so many stalls set up that people do their own art they have like pottery and crafts and things that they've made. A woman was selling scrunchies that she handmade. Like there's so many things. So you can definitely find something like that. And you don't even have to go yourself. You can always have like someone else go and like display your art and like kind of sell things for you. But That's highly true. recommend that avenue. Maybe if we ever get merch, we can mm. off some flea market. Merch. Ooh. That would be, that's. I have uh. a couple ideas. So if we ever get to that point, I'll whip them out. (laughs) I would hope that we do something with our little Mothman in a teacup. Oh, of course. Of course. I, okay. There's also the the caddy and the Nessie. Those have to to be Best friends. Their little tails wrapped around each other. Oh, yes. Oh, with the little flower crowns. They're so beautiful. They're so cute. Listen, listen, everybody. We learned there are way more Nessies (laughs) and Bigfoots in the world. So <laughs> we're many. astounded. I was like, clearly, either everyone's having the same acid trip, or these oh, are yeah. all real. Yeah. Why not? 
But also, I had this idea, literally just hit me, our little Mothman in a teacup, what if we also have like the teacup ride, and we Mm -hmm. have our Doritos Bigfoot boy, and then we have like Nessie or someone else in another teacup, and they just wear like the Mad Hatter party hats, and they're just spinning around. Oh, that'd be so cute. It's just like a, that's a toy. We've made a toy now. We have we have toys on sale for the kiddos. Yeah, can't leave can't leave those out. <laughs> what other way to terrorize them by one of the rides that will make them deathly ill? <laughs> terrorize? No, no, no. We're and we're we're installing just... baby cryptid armies. Okay. Baby cryptid armies? Is that yeah. babies who love cryptids or baby cryptids? Yes. Perfect. Every baby is a cryptid. Yeah. Can't change. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what someone said that they're parasites, like babies are parasites. Oh, that's true though. Mm-hmm. I that's was like, true. In medical books, they're um, they have all the symptoms of a disease. Oh, babies so. are parasites because they have the umbilical cord. Human beings. That's are true. <laughs> they're leeches. Yeah, leeches. Uh huh. Yeah, we're a virus. <laughs> We literally, we multiply and then just keep multiplying and then cover the planet that we're on and then move on to the next one. We land, we forget everything that we knew. So you're saying that Venus was our previous Earth? Probably. We're just continuously moving forward? (laughs) We're not? Okay. I think, I think like, so... My welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Did you not hear our intro? No, it was just a note. Come, come, come. You're you're already on the podcast. No, no, no. You're already too deep. Gotta finish. Uh, This is my partner. Just spewing. So, my thoughts. His thoughts. On the human race. Mm-hmm. It's its own <laughs> podcast by itself. The Neanderthal is actually the more evolved human. A brief synopsis into the mind of me, where I don't believe anyone. So next episode on the Conspiracy <laughs> Podcast. Just saying. <laughs> Love you. Amazing. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Take the cat with me. His eyes, when I was like, welcome to the podcast, he was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. It's good content. This the huge eyes. He was like, no, I didn't know. I take it back. It's too late. It's too late. And then, he, and then he just kept going. Oh, <laughs> well, that was perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> you guys warmed up. Y'all settled in. You settled in? Are you still here? If you're still here, man. What kept you? What kept you here? Oh. Honestly, though, like, he'll just look at me and he'll be like, how do you think this happened? And he'll go into, like, a 20-minute tirade about just a random thought, like, how dogs came to be and how they're smart and how, like, or how cats became gods. Like, it's just, just, like... I just kind of look at him and I'm like, are you sure that you didn't get a little high somewhere? 
These feel lot, like high there's thoughts. There's lots of questions in the world. Lots of questions. Yeah. <gasps> well. How are we living? We're, we're just meat and we're fluids. But somehow, we're living. Tear the flesh. Is flesh skin? Is flesh meat? Are we flesh? Yeah. Like, you can build a human. That's possible. You can build a human. But to give it you consciousness. Know, you're not wrong. That's yeah. kind of what sci-fi is all about. Like, Yeah, right? Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. It was basically just putting body parts together and making sure that it could try to come alive. But yeah. is it alive? Like, if you take a Furby, right? And <laughs> a you Furby? stick it in a meat suit, rig it to the nerves. It's a human. It has a Furby inside. You, wait, you just made a weird <laughs> conglomerate of like a gremlin and just yeah. an evolved version. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want that one. You just walk in your room and be like, Bebo! Oh my god, I hated Furbies. Like, I love Furbies. See, here's the thing. I love how terrifying they are because they're meant to be super cute with their big eyes and their like half-lidded like eyelids and like the long lashes and their fur yeah. and their ears the ears are super cute but like what's terrifying is the beak that talks because it's a yeah beak. my brain yeah. doesn't like the fact that it's a beak and it's not supposed to say human words because it can't form it can't it's ah. not supposed to form letters I but see. also that it doesn't have any sense of time because my mom did get me one and I remember being like oh this is kind of okay like this is the fun toy and then at 3am it was like hi and I was like nope I'm done Mm-mm. I didn't me, touch you I let wasn't let me ask you uh huh do you get one with a hard beak or a fleshy beak I think I got the hard beak have you seen the fleshy beak ones? No, and I don't I want know. them so bad. I used to work at a thrift store, and three came in, and I was waiting for the end of my shift, because we had to wait for the end of the shift to buy stuff. Uh, and it was like five minutes to the end, and some lady came in and snatched them all up, and I was so angry. <laughs> Just the angry, oh. Did well, you look it up? I, well, I will tell you that there is a Furby with posable arms and legs. Oh, yeah. I want to build one of those so bad. No, thank you. I want to build, like, okay. a centipede Furby. You said a flesh... A yeah, flesh it's like a flesh beak. beak. It's, like, one of the first Furbies ever made. Let me see. I don't know. Everything's showing me that it's a hard beak. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me what is the rarest Furby... And it's a hundred and thousand dollars. Oh, a hundred thousand. The bejeweled Furby. The be- there's a bejeweled Furby. There's a bejeweled Furby. I Furbies have... are their own cryptids. Let's be real. Oh yeah, they'll they'll talk without batteries sometimes. I will say I like the long Furbies. The oh, ones. Yeah, that's what I meant by centipede Furby. I want a long Furby. Yeah. I'm okay with him because he looks like he's supposed to be terrifying instead of cute but actually is terrifying. This one is he's terrifying but is actually kind of cute because he's supposed to be terrifying. So yeah. I do want uh, I do want one of him. 
I'll make they look you like one. they'd be cutting. I'm gonna make me one, so I'll make you one. Yes. Yeah. Can can you make mine? Obviously, little witch, little witchy. Little... Yeah, I'll give him a little witch hat, and I'll give him like I don't know, like a potion or something. Perfect. Yeah. That's all I want. Well then, that's our cryptid for the week. <laughs> this is a long Furby. <laughs> I, I just there's a lot of toys that I remember growing up in the 90s were just weird yeah yeah like I had a glow worm do you know what a glow worm oh, I had one and it was my baby Did I carried it everywhere yeah me too I loved that thing but they're terrifying have you seen them nowadays no like when like their whole like face lights up or it looks like their eyes are all blacked out oh but they're so kind of cute they're very cute but when you're in the dark and you turn that sucker on i will say i don't like the fact that it looks like a baby yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it looking like a worm and now the fact that there's a face that kind of looks like a baby i'm really not into that yeah yeah it's weird no, thank you. I, my mom also sent me a picture of the Mr. Face comics. Mr. Face? Mm-hmm. They're like the little books where um, there are like, I think they're Mr. Face. They're like Mr. Happy, Mr. Sad, and they're kind of like Teletubbies, but not Teletubbies. No, not Teletubbies. Care Bears, <laughs> where each person or each thing looks like, is there an emotion? So, oh. Mr. Sad is always Mr. Sad. And hmm. it was, they're like a little, they're like a little book. A little book kind of thing. Unless I'm getting the name horribly wrong. Mr. Men. That's what they're called. Mr. Mr. Men. Men. I still Mr. don't know, but that sounds interesting. I was going to say, uh, Apparently, face is the Nickelodeon face, which that's what I was remembering. Oh. <laughs> but let me, let me just, I'll show you. But, uh, yeah, just 90s. The 90s is, was a crazy time. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a crazy year frame, year span, range, of whatever that word is, of just... Things that I guess older people thought that we'd enjoy as time went on, and eventually they all became terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, in yeah. one way or another. So, and we grew up with that stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. here we are today talking about spooky stuff <laughs> conspiracies, cryptids, <laughs> yeah. herbies, all it, of the cats. It all makes tea. sense. It all, it makes, all sense. makes sense. I just. <laughs> How the day goes on. <laughs> so, did you uh, did you get tea this week? I didn't because I ate dinner and then I had a cola and then the the stove was occupied with stuff from dinner and I didn't feel like getting out the tea kettle. But next week, next week I'll have a. a this tea. is why you should have an electric tea kettle. I know, I know, I'm working on it. Don't make me. No, no. I'll no. do it. I'll do it. Ash? No. 
I threaten with presence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, I mean, you think about it. You do the thing. We'll think about okay. it more. Maybe during your story, I might already do it. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. We're not going to do that. I'm going to get one. Get one. <laughs> this, this happened the Slow other day. There. This happened the other day where I was... Uh, I was playing games and we were all like in a group chat together and I was like hey do you think Skloon would like this present and everyone was like yeah meanwhile Skloon's like no oh yeah I was blowing chat up I was like hey got it I will say the fact that you were creating songs about Zaris LaBeouf made me cry (laughs) from laughing so hard because my so my partner looks like Shia LaBeouf like nowadays so like the long hair the long beard just kind of like the general disdain of human race on his face at all times <laughs> super hot this is the most and... accurate thing I've ever heard of Shia LaBeouf it's funny <laughs> listen I will describe people in a hot minute you I will do it um but so that's what my partner looks like so i made the comment and the next thing i know skloon is just pretty much singing like turn around the corner and there he is zara's labeouf like (laughs) that song from how long ago was that shia labeouf song oh man that was from a while ago that was when i was like that's when i was still in coming out of middle school that was a while ago. I was going to say, I think that was, like, beginning of high school for me. Like, yeah, early, yeah. early 2000s. It was pretty, pretty It was rough. great, though. It's my, one of my yeah. favorite songs in the whole world. It's coming around the corner. Can't see him in the corner of your eye. It's Shia LaBeouf. He's standing right behind him. Shia LaBeouf. International He's... superstar Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I do enjoy Shia LaBeouf. Like, his me acting. Too. Oh, what was that? Um... Oh, what is that? Disney, even Stevens, oh, even Stevens, the movie, <laughs> even Stevens was one of my favorite movies, genuinely. Oh, man, it was just a good time. We had a good time this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so yeah. happy. But uh, are you ready to ruin our good time? Yeah, let's get into the, let's get into the nitty gritty folks and then we'll bring it back with some, some rants and good stuffs. The uh, the meat and potatoes, as school. The meat and potatoes. It. You gotta have your appetizer, your meat and potatoes, and then you can have a cheesecake. Ooh, a mm. cheesecake or flan. A cheesecake. If anyone or likes flan. a little bit of the caramel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you say caramel mm-hmm. or caramel? Caramel. I say caramel. I didn't think about it for a minute. Yeah, caramel. Yeah, caramel. Yeah, that's how I say it. Okay, making sure we're on the same page. I like I like the word caramel though, but I can't make my mouth do it. When I think of the word, I do caramel. I think it's because with caramel, for me, it's like a particular, like even though they're the same, I think it's a particular treat. Like it's yeah, you know, it's not there. You're not eating caramels. You're eating caramels. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna say that you're eating uh, a caramel filled chocolate bar you're gonna say you're eating a caramel filled chocolate bar but if you're yeah. enjoying a piece of chewy caramel 
it makes oh that's true i do that too i just realized if i you know those like little cube ones the soft ones you could just chew on yeah i call those caramel candies but anything else i'm like yeah it's caramel in it yep i think that's what it is oh we've cracked the code i cracked the code you cracked the code so i'm just gonna put a little heads up here for everyone uh I don't know much about Skloon's story, as we usually are, uh, mm. but we will let you know when, if you are not comfortable, you should skip. Or Yes, we'll put warnings. No, no worries. Yes. So we want everyone to be comfy. Yeah. So you know the routine. Obviously, we'll do one story first, and then we'll do the other story. Um, but I just wanted to put that on the front, that uh, we will, this time, like we did last time, put some warnings out there because... I'll tell you my story. Yeah. Mine, uh, mine, I couldn't find a lot, so it's not too bad. But there is a disclaimer. Some people get not so comfy around the word of the actual thing. So I will say it very briefly. I will tell you what it is. And then I will say the actual place is a place with the name in it. I feel like I have to say it because it's a place, you know, you know. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I will substitute it for a different word. I'm sorry. We'll be respectful. In advance. For saying it the brief times that I have to. I saw it. I saw it. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Okay. So, what I'm going to talk about today are skinwalkers. Dun dun. Dun dun. Law and order. But from now on, I'll just call them S walkers until we get to the places. Okay. So, an S walker is a person who crossed over to the dark side by participating in secret forbidding rituals and ceremonies. Um, those could be dark things like murder, murder of people close to you, um, sometimes like rape and incest and such will get you into the dark forbidden stuffs. Um, but they are seen as an evil version of a medicine man or woman from Native American culture. These beings have the supernatural ability to turn to any creature they desire by we- wearing the pelt of that creature. They will regularly wear the pelts of wolves, coyotes, bears, cougars, fox, and also wear animal skulls and antlers. Mm. Mm. For this reason, the, the Navajo people have a strict policy against wearing any animal skins. Only sheep and buckskin are worn during ceremonies as those are non-predatory animals. They are very hairy in human form, and when shape-shifting into an animal, it is said that its appearance will be twisted and corrupted, like a hollowed-out version of the chosen animal. Very spindly, spooky. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to make any human or animal noise they choose, regardless of the form they are at the moment. They use this to mimic the voices of infants or relatives to lure victims out to it and away from the safety of indoors. Because it follows vampire rules, meaning it cannot mm. enter without an invitation. It's so respectful. It is. It's, 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 you know, it's a spooky thing, but at least it doesn't do a break in entering. It's got that going for it. Only that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are very fast. They can travel at high speeds. Legends say that they can travel upwards to 200 miles in one night. And have incredible endurance. No, thank you. It can use magic and witch rules of its ancestors. 
such as curses, spells, charms, and potions to install fear and do evil doings to harm their victims. They can use a blowgun with human bones as ammo that um, is lined with poison to kill its target. They make a dust out of human bone called corpse dust or corpse poison. Uh, It is made out of ground infant bones, often twin infants, specifically bones from the fingertips and the back of the skull. It's blown into the faces of victims or down chimneys, and soon after the dust is breathed in, the tongue starts to swell and blacken. They undergo convulsions and will most likely die. It can also cause uh, paralysis and heart failure. That's that's a mean dust. That is a mean dust. Mm. Could you just imagine, though, like a dust cloud appears and you're like, oh, it's great. And you just fall over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I gotta clean that. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, you don't. <laughs> you did. You're welcome. Um, they have been known to find um, some of the victim's hair, wrap it around a pot, and place it into a tarantula hole as one of the curses. I'm not sure what that curse does, but it can't be good. I wouldn't think so. No. They can use anything of personal belongings and rituals to do harm to victims. They can read people's thoughts and even take control of your body by making eye contact with you. This is called face stealing. Mm-hmm. They steal your face. You said, that's a nice face. Give me. If one were to target you, they will stalk you for many months before making any kind of move. So they just torment you for months on end. And then they're like, one day, all right, it's time. They're just like, "Mm, listen, you're just a homebody and like, I get you work from home and I get that like, you don't really like people or like want to go out and take a walk for your mental health. But like, I need you to do something (laughs) because it looks like you have no people that you interact with on a regular basis. So like, I can't really imitate your mom or or your part. I can't. (laughs) I I need help. <laughs> I need your help to help me. Okay? They just they imitate the pizza guy that comes over like once a week. <laughs> it's DoorDash. Hello. Oh whoa, DoorDash. <laughs> they got me. They would got me. I'm like what? For me, it would be our Amazon deliveries. <laughs> just ring the door. I'm like, oh, thank you. Dead. Gone. Yeah. Face stolen. <laughs> Done. Damn it. They got me again. Again. Not again. <laughs> yeah. Survived the first time. Didn't learn your lesson. Nope. They, <laughs> they took half my face. I was lucky. I got a butt skin graft. I looked great. <laughs> and then they came back and took my other face because they were like, yeah. we need a little bit of that that butt graft. Thank you. Yeah. The amount of butt graft is just perfect for what we need. We'll just <laughs> grab that real quick. <laughs> Butt graft. Butt graft. Whenever I think of butt graft, I know it's just skin, but I like to imagine like the implanted one in your cheeks on your face. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have like butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, he's got a butt cheek. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm a doctor, trust me. That's how you do butt grabs. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> I know. The 
this is supposed to be a respectful conversation about s walkers (laughs) and i'm over here thinking about butt grafts and what they're supposed to do for the for the person and just it's a listen they now have really (laughs) high cheekbones like maybe they're able to mold it oh yeah (laughs) I'm saying slap a whole bunch of highlighter right on that cheek oh. and getting ready for a Tuesday night it's going down on a Tuesday <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just put a googly eye on the cheek so you have like an eye on that side oh. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's like what do you look like the Mona Lisa and you're like because my smile is over here yeah. I'm in a constant pouty smirky moment <laughs> yeah that's a new <gasps> phrase to talking shit. Squid! <laughs> 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 <No. laughs> <laughs> this trail has derailed. We're off the tracks. <laughs> just talking shit. Just talking shit. Oh. Yep. Maybe they just want to ask me a question. Squid. You're getting I'm real sorry. cheeky. You're real cheeky. <laughs> you're, you're so bootyful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I went there. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. I, I took a crack at it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow, we, we just lost all of our followers. And yeah, sorry. <laughs> They were like, I was okay with the butt jokes until I went to Pun City, and <laughs> I refused to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, we're making you ask ourselves. Uh, I was. I'm just trying to think of how I fit underwear into a joke, and it's not coming to me. Man, hmm. yeah, it looks like you wear the pants in this situation. I, we'll keep our joke. We'll keep all jokes brief. <laughs> I liked that one. That was good. That was real good. <laughs> Thank you. That was, Thank you. Ooh, ooh, my face hurts. <laughs> ooh, okay. That was much just after that aspen plant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. We're sorry. Moving, moving on. <laughs> I could go on. We need the laughter. We can go on for we like another hour for about butt jokes. Yeah. I am a child. Yeah. Do not fight me on this. This is why mm-hmm. we list our podcast episodes as explicit content <laughs> yeah for the ass jokes just just for the ass jokes nothing else oh wait 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 wait. last one last one last one okay uh-huh. does that mean all of your friends you know because they don't have any faces they're your assless chaps <laughs> yeah oh, it, it just came to me <laughs> uh. okay Okay. <laughs> My cat just looked at me like, really? Like, <laughs> like come on. I think I'm laughing too loud for them. They're all sleeping. Oh. What are you doing? This is supposed to be a serious moment. You laughing. What's going on? <sighs> Making booty jokes. Making booty jokes. Right. Making booty jokes. <clears throat> Back on track. <laughs> they can be spotted. Out of a group of humans, due to their eyes having a slight glow, both in human and animal form, or by moving stiffly and unnaturally, or acting very strange. Another good way to spot one is to notice any injuries it might have had as an animal. 
as they will remain once it's a human. Be like, ah, oh, I gave that bear a scar on his cheek just like that one <laughs> on your face. The revenant came back to get me in real time. Din, din, din. A deer is missing its horn and it just kind of turns into one and it's just got like a half-assed horn and just one big-ass yeah. horn and it's like, well... I'm a little horny. <laughs> just a little, a little horny. <laughs> I had I had to figure something out there. We we did too many butt puns, and I had to think of a horn pun. It just kind of that's easy. <laughs> oh God, the pun. <laughs> uh, numerous attempts have been made to hunt and kill a walker. They are not usually successful. However, sometimes the walker will be tracked down. Only to lead to the house of the trek just brought you right back home. Oh, it knew. Which is very threatening, because, like, it knows where you live. Right. But if you just hide out in your home, it can't come in. So, like, you just sit. No. You just sit in your That's true. house. And then you're like, no, no, no. No entrada. Your mom smells like elderberries and your father was a hamster. Be gone. I fought in your general direction. Exactly. But it can it can poof the the dust down your chimney. What if I don't have a chimney? That's true. If you don't have a chimney, you are set. You can taunt that bad boy as much as you want until it pretends to be my Amazon delivery driver or my DoorDash delivery, and then we got yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna get us. To be honest, we form get us. we form a joint partnership where I'm like, okay, I'm hungry, I'm gonna order DoorDash. Let me get my food first, and then you can have your own dinner with the DoorDash guy. True. Same DoorDash guy. Only one. Only one. One, one comes and goes. That's it. That's it. You get the one. I'm sorry if yeah. his face isn't pretty enough for your face. You're just going to have to deal with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, mama's got to eat at some point. Yeah. Want some pasta. It is said that if, if one were to know the person that the walker was before, um, to get rid of them, all they have to do is pronounce their full human name. Oh. It would shock the walker into remembering its human life. And in about three days' time, it would either get sick or die for all the guilt it felt at the evil things that it has committed. So they die. Yeah. They become the walker. They forget mm-hmm. their humanity. And then mm-hmm. all you have to do is yell at them like they were in trouble with their parents you oh know, my god you're right the middle name and then because he yelled at them with their the middle name they're like oh my god i i did oh, so many oh. bad things ah. that and middle then name. they fall into a deep depression and then they die in three days i mean same <laughs> that's what i'm saying like when my mom whipped out that middle name i was like shit i'm dying today yeah like if anybody calls me by my real name nobody calls me by my real name if anyone calls me by my real name i know i'm in trouble <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I just call you Bert now. Sklooner yeah, Bert. Yeah, my name is Bert. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> if you didn't know, my name is Bert. <laughs> nice I, to meet you. <laughs> I will say, just just another, obviously, side tangent, as we normally do. Uh, when I had told my mom about the podcast, and she asked me who I was doing the podcast with, I was like, oh, her name is Skloon. She's really great. She's really fun. She, like, we vibe off each other, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, that's an interesting name. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, I'm kind of jealous because you named me after the number one name in America for four years in a row. Like, 
listen, if I could have been known by any other name, I would have freaking done it. Like, let's be- <laughs> I like your name. I Listen, yeah. I had so many Ashleys in my class, we had to go by last names most of the time. Oh, yeah. Me too. It was either... Is either I had to go by last name or people would call me a totally different name with the same first letter. Yeah. I get a lot of yeah. Alice. Like, I'd be like, hi, my name is Ash or Ashley. How, like, how can I help you? I, I sit there and they go, hi, Alice. Uh, I would like, and I'm like, that's not anywhere close yeah. to anything. Yeah. Or Amanda or Ashton. Ashton's close, but like not, it's just very confusing. People are confusing. Yeah. Names are confusing. Call call yourself yeah. whatever you want. As long as it's not derogatory to yourself or others, who cares? Be a Bert. Yeah. Be a... I'm... Yeah. Be a Skloon. Yeah. Be Spoon. Be a, if you don't want to take Skloon's name, be a Spoon. Be a Spoon. Be... Yeah. <laughs> Hi, would you like a spoon full of sugar? It's just... It's, it's mm. very normal. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's jarring. I'm like, what? what? A, a spoon? What is spoon? What? A spoon. Yeah, these scoons here. Scoon? Scoon? Did you? Did you mean spoon? No, you meant spoon. The hell's a spoon? Did you mean spork? Did you? Did you miss? What did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they get in trouble by being yelled their middle name, and therefore they go fall into a very deep depression and get either sick or die. Yeah, yeah. I understand all of that. Yeah. Or, um, it is also believed to kill a walker um, in animal form is to shoot it in the neck with bullets dipped in white ash. What? Uh, yeah. If it's in animal form, just dip your bullets in a little white ash, shoot it in the necky, the necky-wecky, and it'll just go down. Why not? To be fair, to be if you're going to shoot anything to be fall if you're gonna shoot anything in the neck chances are it might die yes that's what i'm thinking i'm like if you just shoot anything in like a major area neck head things like that it's it's not gonna last long yeah and if it does run well, I do know shooting an alligator in the head is really hard to do. You have to find, like, the sweet spot because they have really thick skulls. Why would you ever shoot a beautiful swamp puppy? Listen, I live in Florida. They are literally everywhere. Even if you don't think they are, they are. A lot of people I'm gonna hate hug that. One. I'm hugging. I'm I'm gonna take you to Gatorland and you can <laughs> hug all the baby alligators you want. You're just gonna, you know, send me off on my way. I'm, I'm getting ready to go home, and in my luggage, there's a gator tail. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, uh, Squid, you didn't have a twenty foot piece of luggage when you got here. I'm like, oh. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, I did. What do you mean? Maybe? The the blue the blue one? Yeah. 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 All right, we'll see you. <laughs> It is common for stories of New Mexico walker sightings to end up in official police reports, even. That's how many reports there be. 
Many believe the S-Walkers were responsible for murders, animal attacks, and disappearances among the Navajo people. Sickness and unexpected deaths were also attributed to the presence of walkers. They terrorized humans with nightmare, nightmare noises. Nighttime noises? Excuse. And by chasing lone individuals away from villages. The legend of the walker is not well understood outside of Navajo culture, mostly due to the reluctance. How do you say this word? Why is my brain doing this? Reluctance. They don't want to talk about him. <laughs> no, I, I can understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the superstition and stuff. So they don't want to discuss them with outsiders. Um, they often appear in secluded roadways late at night and try to get drivers to swerve and crash their cars. Other reports claim that walkers have been seen leaping over moving cars or running alongside fast-moving cars on desolate freeways. The most famous instant of a walker is found on the Skinwalker Ranch outside of... Ballad, Utah, also known as Sherman Ranch. This 500-acre ranch has seen many unexplained events. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the events, uh, a hulking wolf-like beast came around to the farm. Shortly after the new owners settled into their home, it started stalking towards the livestock pen and it grabbed a calf in its jaws. The owner of the farm fired at it with a handgun and then a rifle. Despite being hit, the creature didn't seem hurt simply walked away unfazed into the bushes but the foul stench like rotting flesh stayed and lingered behind it in the coming weeks and months that followed visitors to the ranch reported seeing unidentified beasts moving in the woods and letting out sounds and scary noises there were also lights hovering and zipping in the sky including large orange circles blue spears that flew around by unseen forces most disturbing, animals on the ranch began to die in grotesque ways. Some of their dogs were seemingly incinerated at night, while cows were found dismembered and cored out with a kind of surgical precision that ruled out attacks by animals. That's disturbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fear of walkers still manifests in the Navajo way of life. Very few people will venture outside at night alone. And sightings of strange, unexpected creatures have been attributed to the walkers even to this day. The tactics of a S-walker are very similar to that of a serial killer around those parts. The reluctance to talk about this kind of thing might have led to some evidence being kind of brushed away, not being talked about. Um, They're not found in popular culture due to just the, the stigma around them, I guess. But there is a film of the Skin Ranch Walker Ranch. Although it is not heavily based around those creatures, it is more of a UFO poltergeisty activity kind of movie. Um, but it is also linked to the cartoon Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> isn't uh the isn't the show based off of a couple who lived at a house that they mysteriously vanished because of a possible S walker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was said that they might have spotted it and then 
like a few a while after that they just kind of disappeared that's so crazy what do you do you think i guess it's the same thing with like a doppelganger and things like that like do you think if you heard someone somewhere that sounded like one of your parents or even yourself like do you think you'd see what it is or no (laughs) (laughs) nope just just a just a big fat nope 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 i just i would love to hear what happened to like the couple that was living in that ranch i would love to hear about like what they experienced you know if it is anything related to that true uh i couldn't find a lot like i said people were very tight-lipped about it just because they did they feel like if talking about it will summon one i think can you say yeah how do you summon one so that our quote-unquote viewers can know to not do that i think it, it mostly said just like saying its name will have it like actively maybe hunt you you're a candidate for hunting i guess just don't say his name uh don't walk around at night this should be given i mean i i don't want to walk around at all anyway yeah stay inside <laughs> stay inside don't don't fall for the the amazon delivery trick very hard stay strong stay strong were you able to find anything like more like story-esque about like anyone who said that they may have found an ass walker or like no, experience? No, I couldn't find anything. I was very sad. We're just gonna have to do some hardcore digging. Yeah. 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 I was looking, but people people don't want to share because they're spooked. Well, also, I feel like if you talk about it, like your experiences with it, what's to say that it isn't going to bring it to attention more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's true. It grows. It grows the more you talk about it. Well, I kind of feel bad that I've said it multiple times over the past week and a half, essentially, as I prepped for this week's episode. (laughs) See, I've said it a lot, too, in the past. I knew about, there's a certain one, we call him the Windy Boy, because we don't want to say his real name. That you're not supposed to say. I didn't know that the S Walker was was one you couldn't really say. So in the past, I've said it a lot. <laughs> yeah, and the same thing with me because I know that there's when I was doing a quick research, um, just to like find out how to link our stories together, um, mm-hmm. and like what we could talk about and things like that. Uh, I remember someone stating that it was a tribe. Or mostly, like, Native American, First American cultures don't like using that word because it's mostly linked with their culture and, like, their traditions and their, I don't want to say folklore, but, like, their their lore, essentially. Like, yeah. everything like that, so. Yeah. me <laughs> some weird spookies. Now I just know that if I do say people's names, though, in full first, last, first, middle, and last... And they die three days later. They really were an S walker. <laughs> that's that's very true. It's very true. You could, <laughs> oh no, time it. You could do it on accident. Time it down. <laughs> just listen. I have to do a test right now because I don't believe that you are who you say you are. <laughs> They're just sweating. <laughs> They're sweating so hard. Oh, it'd be so great. Don't don't say my name. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say my name. <sighs> but I um I did look at the trailer for the the movie. There's a and movie. Although. Yeah, the the S. Walker Ranch is a movie made in 2013. And um, 
I looked at the trailer of it just to see what it was about. And it is very uh, poltergeisty, UFO-based. There's not a lot of, like, S-Walker activity in it. There was one scene I seen in the trailer, and then I read the comments, and they said that, like, that's all we really see. But it looked good. Hmm. So we sh- maybe we should watch it. <laughs> I mean, you tell me that we shouldn't say its name, but, but then you want to watch a movie, a movie about it. Yeah. I mean, watching it and saying, saying it is two different things. Like, I just, I just read a whole bunch of facts about it. I think reading about it and watching it is okay. As long as we just don't say anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. As long as you don't say it. I <laughs> mean, the people who made the movie, they're going to get hunted. They're not going to get hunted. What yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I Where are they now? I didn't do a follow-up. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they now? The, what was it, the director, the producer, the... S- Star, the lead actor. The star, yeah. Lode, lode. Well, is there anything more that I might have interrupted you for? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, no. Oh, shush, shush. I was just going to say my credits real quick oh. and then and then pass the baton, baton on to you. Oh. So we can hear about your delicious story. Mm. All those potatoes. <laughs> um, but my credits real quick are cryptidsfandom.com always a tried and true wikipedia always a tried and true <laughs> daily utah chronicle today's five.com reddit.com den of geeks.com and history.co.uk slash shows yeah well thank you for giving me a new horror you're welcome i'm sorry i couldn't cram more of it in your face <laughs> But maybe we'll do a little a little episode of, of stories and such, and I can find some more. And maybe for our 10th episode, mm-hmm. oh. maybe we'll go back and do some cryptid stories. Just, oh. just a maybe. Have a little spoopy horror time? A maybe? The, uh, the wonderful doppelganger stories that we had talked about in our very first episode, and then I completely derailed the conversation. No, uh, shoot, shoot. <laughs> no, no, no. Ash, Ash, we've been over this. It- <laughs> I also got distracted. <laughs> it didn't finish. We were new. Everything was shiny and fun, and we just, like, like the ass jokes, we, we got derailed. We did not talk about ass jokes in the first episode. We had to wait until no, episode. No, we talked about them. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about them now. I was going to say, we had to wait until episode seven to be, like, comfortable, you know? Yeah. You got to be comfortable to make ass jokes. Comfortable. Well, we also have to make, you know, the people comfortable, because... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Let's be real. Yeah. Oh. Always. 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 So, this is my story, and I'm putting it here, right here, right now. Uh, this is this is a topic that I'm uncomfortable with, just going to be honest with it. Um, but I try to be as detailed without making it detailed. I try to be as respectful as possible to the victims, and I also try to be just in a way not obviously glorifying anything or glamorizing any person. But if you are uncomfortable with rape, torture, uh, bestiality, I will see you next week for my other mm-hmm. story. <laughs> mm-hmm. This, again, took a toll. I think next week uh, we'll pick a little bit of lighter topics. Yes. I know we, we did a couple, couple hard ones there. Whew.
Like last week with Zag and Addy and the whole dismemberment yeah. and that that's not a fun topic, but I'd rather redo that story over and over again than ever look into this ever again. Oof. I there's a lot of twists and turns that I didn't know about. And uh we'll just just get into the, the meat and potatoes. So let's get into it. I'm gonna start with a quote. Be smart and be a survivor. Don't ever scream. Don't talk without permission. Be very quiet. Be docile and obedient. And by all means, show respect. Have a nice day. These were chilling words that many women would hear concluding a recording when they awoke in handcuffs, sometimes naked, in the back of a soundproof trailer, the walls of which were covered with chains whips, pulleys, spreaders, and other sexual items. In the middle of the trailer was a chair, one normally used for gynecological visits, but instead was used to provide women electrical shocks, hold them down during violent rapes, and other torturous activities. These women woke in a toy box. Mm -hmm. Cynthia Jaramillo or Cynthia Vigil, so she went by two names. Some peop- some sources had her as Cynthia Vigil Jeremillo, so, or Jeremio, since I believe she is Hispanic. <clears throat> but she was one such woman, uh, being the exact preference for the man behind the trailer. In March 1999, she was working as a sex worker in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Cynthia had grown up as a child of sexual abuse and violence and was living on the streets at 13, selling drugs and then herself. By the way, she's older than 13. She's just been living on the streets since she was 13. Right, right. Uh, She basically did what she needed to survive. And as such, she had a set of rules that she followed to ensure her safety. Until one day, she just broke all of them. Number one rule that she had, don't go to someone's RV. She followed a man to his RV, which was parked off to the side. And when they got inside, he pulled out a badge and starts handcuffing her, saying she's under arrest for the solicitation of prostitution. Cynthia, who had kept her name secret from her would-be client, kept thinking he wasn't a cop until she heard him say Cindy, which would be the name of the man's accomplice and girlfriend. This Cindy came from behind a curtain shocked Cynthia with a cattle prod and helped drag her to the back of the RV and securely handcuffed her to a cabinet. Immediately, Cynthia starts planning her escape. She starts unscrewing the cabinet she's handcuffed to and she starts um, getting into a crouching position. She can't see either one of her captors, but she can feel the RV moving. That wasn't important as she waited to feel the RV slow down just enough to jump out of the door until the man slammed on his brakes and she tumbled forward. Cynthia may have been free from the cabinet, but her hands were still tied and she wasn't able to steady herself. When she looked, she saw the other Cindy, noticed that she was free, and grabbed a gun. The man pulled over, went to the back of the RV, and then everything went black for Cynthia. When she woke up, she listened to the beginning of the auto recording left to her. Okay, bitch, we both know why you've been brought here. Your wrists and ankles are chained, and you're gagged because you're not going to like the way I do it. You're going to be kept here naked and chained down, and I'm going to use you as a sex slave. If I thought you knew too much to cause damage, you would not be turned loose. You would simply disappear. 
the Otter recordings, originally taped in 1993, would be played for every victim as a way to torture victims, intimidate them, and psychologically unnerve them. Cynthia was clearly not their first victim. Many others were also abducted in a similar manner and awoke to much the same greeting. Kelly Garrett, aka uh, Kelly Van Cleve, was a friend of the man's daughter, Jessie, and on July 24th, 1996, met with her at the Blue Water Saloon in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. You know, a little place in the middle of nowhere. She had gotten into a fight with her husband and wanted to play pool with friends to cool off. During the night, Jessie drugged the drink Kelly was drinking, and when Kelly was walking out of the parking lot, she was hit from behind and knocked unconscious. She was taken to the toy box, was dog-collared and leashed, and there she suffered countless rapes, drugging, and torture, some of which was recorded. She would continuously wake up and then black out during this time, and when her rapist saw her breathing, he slit her throat open. Believing she was dead, he took her to a road near Cabello, or Cabello, and dumped her unconscious body there. She was found and treated later for her injuries at a nearby clinic, but no one believed her story. Her husband believed that she had been cheating on him the night she was attacked, and that it was probably her boyfriend that attacked her, and he ended up suing for divorce, and she moved to Colorado. Oh my god. Kelly was only identified as a victim after recording after the recordings of her were found and she was identified by a butterfly tattoo on her ankle. This is why you should have a tattoo. <laughs> That's visible. Yeah. This is Yeah. The fact that her husband was so upset with her and was like, "Ah, oh, you've been missing for god knows how long and your throat is very much slit open and you're you were on death's door. Now nah, you were cheating. Bye. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, okay, buddy. I just the fact that the person that you should be on your side was not, and the person that she thought was a friend was the one that started this. Like, yeah. Oh, it's insane. That's, I just, that's so scary. Yeah. The police. Uh, I didn't write it down, but I saw in the in the sources that I had, the police even were like. You're crazy. Like, you just, you were in a quarrel with your partner, your lover, whoever. They didn't believe her story at all. Which is wild. You are a police officer. I am telling you things. It happens so much more than we think. Yeah, it does. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's horrible. Quote, after we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentothal and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, auto-hypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple of days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. You won't remember this place, us, or what has happened to you. There won't be any DNA evidence because you'll be bathed and both holes between your legs will be thoroughly flushed out. You'll be dressed, sedated, and turned loose on some country road, bruised, sore all over, but nothing that won't heal in a week or two. He purposely would tell the women in his recordings 
that he has practiced this over and over and he knew the drugs worked. He told them that if he did not believe that they worked, he wouldn't hesitate to kill them. There, I read a transcript, which is one of my sources, of the entire recording and it is disgusting. It is, mm-hmm. he literally tells the women, and I don't remember if I talk about it later, but he literally would cut pieces of their body off if he was bit or his partner was bit. He literally threatened to uh, to maim them, that the worse that they fought, the better it made him feel. Like, he described in detail what they would need to do. Mm-hmm. And he even made a point to say during the recordings that it could change. You know, maybe a slave ran away and they had to think of something different. These are subject to change rules, essentially. Like, I was like, oh my God. thanks for the disclaimer, dude. Don't really yeah. need it. During the tapes, the toy box killer would describe how he would discipline, punish, and train his victims. He warned the women that if they bit him or their mistress, he would cut off a nipple, and if it was a really bad bite, their entire breast. He reassured the victims that he and his partner did not want to hurt them in any way, and they would be fed, watered, and bathed. They just wanted to explore their fantasies and urges. But they would not hesitate to physically punish or kill if needed. He would describe what he... No, go ahead. No, it's just it's a horrible human being. Oh yeah. Both of them. Oh yeah. And it, their their histories are a little similar, so it kind of makes sense. And like my entire time thinking of like when I was researching this, I was like, how did this woman also not get like was she abused? Was she not abused? Was yeah she someone that he kidnapped and like just typically fell in love with her like what happened like a like a weird stockholm type deal exactly um he would describe what he expected from the victim and provided rules such as start each sentence with mr or mistress keep responses clear and short as needed ask to use the restroom and what they needed to do in the bathroom no talking no fighting complete tasks quickly and properly Essentially, he would tell them, like, uh, if you need to use the restroom, you better tell us what you need to do. Because if we're going to string you up to the ceiling and we're going to have all these ropes on you and all these equipments and everything, uh, it's going to take a lot of time for us to get done with you. So if you have to pee, we'll get a bedpan for you. If you have to poop, well, you're just going to have to hold it. And I was like, he's just yeah down to business he's like it's your fault if something happens because if you he literally said if you make a mess you will be the one that be punished and you'll have to clean it up and i was like what (laughs) just what that's scary i know this is a very serious topic it is very horrible Mm -hmm. but sometimes when i pee there's a surprise poop (laughs) so i would not be able to do that It'd just be like, 
something's coming. I don't know what it is. Well, this is the anxiety poops that we were talking about. It, it is. Ago. Like you are these just stored up anxiety poop that's just coming out. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. In this situation, that's all you would oh, have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It just be yeah. It'd just be all stress poop. Yeah. I mean, there probably is also like of the body's natural response to like not do anything because you're so yeah. stressed out like your body just kind of shuts down and that probably happens for a lot of people but yeah i i could not imagine being naked in someone else's home by force and yeah. then not having a single moment to myself to where i would feel comfortable going to the bathroom or Oh yeah, I I could I could not imagine what these women went through. No, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Oh God, uh, he, I wouldn't wish that experience on anybody. No, absolutely not. Uh, he brought to light the parties that he would have with friends and the bestiality acts with his dogs that he would set up for the victim. He would then explain how he would not be able to feel satisfied unless he caused the woman any pain first. Um. He would tell the women during the tapes as well his preferences. He would tell them what they are expected to do in terms of servicing him. And he went into detail about the parties and his dogs and everything. And I was just like, I I don't know what is worse. What is worse overall? Would it be not knowing what's going to happen to you and then like when it happens you have to kind of face it right then and there or knowing what could happen to you and then the constant dread of is today the day is yeah is it going to be this moment because if you're kidnapped like even if they don't tell you what's going to happen you can kind of have like an idea like well i'm either going to be sexually abused or murdered or tortured in some way yeah you you have that idea but to be told in explicit detail this is what i'm going to do to you I really don't, really don't think. Yeah. Um, he did. I don't. I don't think I wrote this down anywhere. But he did actually ask questions. So he would strap them into the gynecological chair, and he would do like test runs to train the victims on how to speak. So he would answer them questions about sexual history and new diseases that they have. Um any medications that they take, any regularities, if they um, had ever had sex before, if they had children, not because he cared about what these women, like what their lives had been prior, but he was Mm -hmm. like, if you have medications due to XYZ, like diabetes and things, he's like, we want to make sure that you're not going to fuck up our whole plan. Like, yeah, we're going to need to get you something or... Um, if they had a disease, okay, what kind of disease is it going to mess with our health? And so he kind of took it very seriously in like the medical aspect of it. But he also told them like, it doesn't matter what your answer is. You're not going to be turned loose. We have ways around it. Yeah. Yeah. And he would, he would train them on how like a little shock if they messed up, but it would get worse as they would repeatedly mess up. Um, so it just was just the meticulous process behind it all is just disgusting yeah so a little information for the first rapist 
um, also the Cindy that we met, Cindy Hendy. And she was born in 1960 and raised in a poor neighborhood on the border of Everett, Washington. Cindy's mother was a neglectful alcoholic, usually letting her daughter starve or beg for food until she would essentially throw a single can of tuna at her and even her friends. When Cindy was 12, her mother's new husband, because she had been divorced and remarried, uh, he attempted to rape her and convince Cindy's mom that it was a drunken mistake. He was just like, no, it was the dead of night. I thought it was you, not her. Whoopsie doopsie. And Cindy's mom believed her new husband and kicked Cindy out. Um, and she ended up working as a slave sex. She ended up working as a sex worker. She abused cocaine and alcohol, and she started dating drug dealers all at the age of 12. So like a year before Cynthia was tossed out and started working as a sex worker. Mm. Uh, as Cindy continued to try surviving on the streets, she ended up also having aggressive sex and rape fantasies. Cindy fled from grand larceny and drug charges, and she moved from Washington to Truth and Quinces, New Mexico. Truth and Consequences, New Mexico. And that is where she met the toy box killer, David Parker Ray. David Parker Ray was born in Bellin, New Mexico on November 6th, 1939. His mother was absent and his violent drunken father left him and his sister uh, with their elderly disciplinarian grandfather. He was often intermittently visited by his father, and Ray was given sadomasochistic pornography. He had also developed a fetish for broken bottles, having kept them in a collection in a secret dungeon hidden in the woods when he was 15. During his time at high school, he still maintained shyness around girls, and he was eventually bullied for it, but eventually Ray had developed the sexual fantasies of torturing, raping, and murdering women, saying it was his only real pleasure. He eventually joined the U.S. Army and, as a general mechanic, received an honorable discharge. Ray had been married and divorced four times, having two children within those marriages, David and Glenda Jean. Glenda Jean would be particularly close to her father, and having changed her name to Jesse, she became one of his accomplices, helping kidnap some of her friends, like Kelly Garrett. Oh my god. When... Cindy and Ray met with a 20-year age difference. They quickly connected over their shared fantasies. Cindy recalls, quote, When I moved in, he started to tell me all the women he had murdered. He said at least one a year for about 40 years. Quote. And even though she didn't believe him at first, Cindy was a mix of anxious and interested uh, Cindy would remember that Ray would brag on how to kill and hide a body by slicing them open, scooping out their insides, and fill the body with cement weights, eventually wrapping the body clothes with balling wire, bailing wire. And the couple fed ideas and desires off each other, and Cindy was able to release all of her inhibitions. Cindy states that she would help Ray pick his targets, and it all started with someone she had previously partied with, saying, quote, I felt for Angela because her and I were friends. I feel like friends don't do that to each other. No, absolutely not. No, no. 
Uh, no. Cindy would also say that when they had a victim in the box, she would be somewhat of a bystander, while her boyfriend did most of the torturing. She did claim that Ray had never tortured her the same way as he did the victims. So, like, he kind of had, like, he separated her from everyone else. Hmm. So I don't know if maybe he held her at a higher pedestal. Who knows if they even had relations with each other or if they just were kind of, like, romantic partners in crime. Who knows if he felt love to begin with? You know what? It's kind of all up in the air. Yeah. That was my wrist. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (sighs) It's because I'm stressed. We're almost done. I'm just over halfway. (laughs) We'll get to the cheesecake soon. We're getting getting to the the flan cake. The flan cheesecake. The the flan. The Um, flan. Ooh. mm -hmm. Listen, side note, because I'm now thinking about it. There is a boba milk tea restaurant that also serves poke bowls and they have a flan chocolate cake so it's a slice Ooh. of chocolate cake and then flan on top of it and it's so good <laughs> oh so sounds good. amazing oh my god that's so good okay maybe i'll get that tomorrow maybe i'll order <laughs> maybe i'll yeah, order get yourself a treat. a treat yeah get you a treat, a treat. This, is, this is a stressful story you deserve a treat treat yourself <laughs> treat yourself well, here's where it gets even kind of worse. If it just if oh, it God. just happened here, oh. we, there would have been nothing. We wouldn't have a story. Oh no. There was right. a moment where David Parker Ray's plans were almost destroyed. His daughter Jessie oh. knew what her father and his new girlfriend were planning. He literally hand-built his toy box and he spent over $100,000 on it. Like she knew that he was determined. Uh, Ray would purchase his 25-foot-long cargo trailer, ensuring that there were no windows or easy access to look inside or escape. And he had moved it to his location in the middle of nowhere and gave it the name The Toy Box. Jesse approached the FBI branch office of New Mexico in June of 1986. There were many interviews with Ray and Jesse over the course of a year. However, the FBI did not believe her claims and thought Jesse and her father had an argument and she was doing all of this out of spite. The FBI closed their preliminary investigations into Ray in 1987, right before he started his 13-year spree. Why wouldn't you just go check? How? Why wouldn't you just go check? Well, not even just that. Here's my thing. You are told in 86 that there is a man who's literally getting a torture chamber set up in his middle of nowhere property. The same property from the cartoon show Courage the Cowardly Dog, where that couple disappear from S. Walker, possibly. Literally, Ah! his house was that house. And the trailer was there. So, like, you're told... That this man, who has no neighbors, has a torture chamber, and that he's planning on kidnapping women to do whatever he pleases in said chamber with his girlfriend. And you're like, no, yeah. well, there's, there's really not been anything happening, so this is all out of spite. You're a crazy person, and we're not going to do this for you. You're, you're just a mean daughter. To then, in 96, have a woman go, hey, my throat was slit by a man <gasps> and a woman and they that's true raped and tortured and beat me in the middle of nowhere and you're not gonna put two to two together yeah 
Like you're not gonna connect those dots. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be like, oh wow, what a coinkadink. You're just gonna put it off to the side, call the woman crazy, and that she's a cheating person, and that she was cheating on her husband when she was attacked, and all this other, all these other excuses that you can think of, but you're not gonna remember about this woman who was like, hey, like my father's a psychopath, and like wants to rape women on a regular basis because I help him. You're not gonna do anything? Yeah. You're just gonna be like, no. Mm. Mm-mm. It's not my job when it's your literal It's not my job. job. Nope. Not my monkeys, not my circus. That's yeah. that's what their thought process not was. Not my bears, not my woods. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not my ass, not my chaps. <laughs> Full circle. Okay. Nope. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Whew. How to get a little bit of a laugh. How to get a laugh. A little bit. A little bit. So his spree would end in 1999 with Cynthia Vigil Jeremio, the victim in the beginning of our story. After Cynthia woke up listening to that pre-recorded message from Ray, she would be taken to the gynecological chair and was tortured with electrical shock. She stated, the more pain that I showed, the more I hurt, the more he got off. And she remembers being strapped in that same location for hours. When she wasn't in the chair, she was chained to a pole near a bed with a padlock securing her dog collar. Cynthia would see the rules posted on the walls of the trailer while they would walk her from spot to spot, one on the wall even saying, don't trust a chained captive. She knew then that her only way to live was to escape, and she would continue her planning in secret while while Ray tortured her for three days. Ray was away possibly at work because he still actually worked a day job from what I read. Um, When Cindy received a call regarding a potential business deal and therefore leaving Cynthia unattended and with the padlock keys in sight and within reach, Cynthia would use her feet to pull the coffee table towards her, able to grab the keys easily. Since there were more than one key, She was working on the second key when Cindy came back and quickly grabbed a lamp and started beating her with it. When Cynthia was finally free uh, and lunking her padlock, she came down to a fight. It came down to a fight between the two women. She grabbed the phone Cindy had dropped, grabbed an ice pick that was nearby, and while she called 911, she stabbed Cindy in the back of the head with it. When Cindy reached up to grab her head where she was stabbed, Cynthia jumped off the bed to the living room and continued running out the door. And as she was running, she was spotted by another woman driving, who quickly rolled up her window and drove off, all while leaving Cynthia barefoot, naked, covered in blood, and screaming for help. Like, I can imagine that that's something out of a horror movie. Like, just this naked creature. Because, you know, she's probably... Because she's covered in blood, so she's probably, like, a little bit dirty. Like, the dust in the sand, she ran. So, like, you really don't know what's going on. But also, like, you could also be like, oh, no, really? She could be... Like, I, I don't know. Like, would you stop? I mean, I have a car, so I can easily get you in the car and drive you to wherever you need to go. We can go straight to the police office. Like... Yeah. whether or not they believe her let's be real yeah but you know the fact that she was like i'm gonna roll up my window this is a little too much for me today i'm late for my cafe mocha and then drove off like yeah i can't it's just awful the devastation well also if you're that you would feel yeah and you're cynthia in this situation and like you can't see anything 
for miles yeah. like literally they call it the middle of nowhere for a reason that's literally the name of the town <laughs> truth and yeah. consequ- truth and or consequences middle of nowhere new mexico like that's the whole thing and it just the fact that you are probably you haven't eaten like a whole lot because they said they kept them fed but let's be real yeah. i don't think they're feeding them three square meals a day no, no, no. And they're not having flan cake. No, they're not having chocolate flan. So she's probably a little weak from not having been properly fed. She's also been tortured. So she's definitely feeling weak from that. Like, she's got injuries because she was beaten with a lamp. Like, she's like, I'm either he's going to catch me again or I'm going to pass out. Yeah. So, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, mm-mm. <sighs> with an eyesight, though, uh, Cynthia saw a lit up trailer and remembers, quote, I just ran in their door. I didn't even knock. An elderly woman was washing the dishes and immediately started helping Cynthia calm down. The husband came in from the back and froze in the hall in the doorway, stating, I heard a noise. The couple quickly became her protectors and getting her a robe, promising that they were not going to let her attackers get her, while ensuring authorities were called to the premises where Cindy and Ray were quickly arrested. There was a choice to make each attack that was known their own trial. At this point, there were no bodies or no known murder victims. So trial one ended as a mistrial with a retrial and eventual conviction on all 12 counts. One of his previous victims, Angelica Montano, who came forward during the previous publicity of the case, had actually died before the second trial could start, and therefore no conviction. Angelica, being an acquaintance of Ray's, actually went to go borrow cake mix and and ended up being drugged and tortured. She was left on a highway far out in the desert, where she was eventually found by police. For the third trial that was requested... Ray entered a plea bargain where he was sentenced to 224 years in prison for the multiple kidnapping, rape, and torturing charges in 2001. A third accomplice, Dennis Roy Yancey, was also convicted of the murder of Marie Parker, stating Ray filmed the entire thing. So he actually strangled this woman but claimed that ray like videotaped the entire ordeal so that's why they haven't been able to link any murders to ray because there's been no bodies which is interesting considering he's called the toy box killer but they're going based off of like all the interrogations all the stories from people that he has murdered women they just can't find them yeah and unfortunately without a body without any evidence they can't charge him on nothing like yeah so um dennis royancy was put on parole after 11 years uh, but he was returned to prison after violating said parole jesse ray's daughter was charged with kidnapping and sentenced to two and a half years in prison with five years on probation. I, for a second, was kind of mad at her sentence, but I I couldn't find more about it or, like, why she only got two and a half years. 
but I'm legitimately thinking it's because they did have uh, previous notations that she did try to stop him. Like she came forward and was like, yo, this is happening or gonna happen. And um, who knows if after the first couple of victims, she stopped. Like after she went to the police and was like, this is going on, blah, blah, blah. Um, but maybe she stopped in 86, but they're able to account for the Kelly Garrett case because um, Kelly Garrett was the third trial that they had. Or one of them. Yeah. She was one of the trials, I should say. Um, yeah. So that's probably why she only got the two and a half with the five years probation. But Cindy Hendy, she testified against Ray in 2000. But she was also sentenced for 36 years for the kidnapping, rape, and torture charges. Uh, Cindy was released on July 15, 2019, after serving uh, two years of probation in jail. Uh, Ray was being moved to Leah County Correctional Facility in Hobbs, New Mexico on May 28, 2002, so that he could be further questioned by the state authorities. However, before he could be interrogated, Ray died of a heart attack, thus officially ending the super terrifying story of David Ray Parker, the toy box killer. And to this day, the police have not been able to find any bodies and therefore were not able to link any murders to Ray's convictions. According to the interrogations from the accomplices and the actual bragging from David Parker Ray, there are a possible 40-plus victims unaccounted for, including an Air Force worker, Jill Troya. She had actually disappeared 16 years previously. There was a brief break in the possible location of some murder victims, causing the police to do another sweep of his home, particularly the Elephant Butt Lake near his property. The person who revealed this tip stayed anonymous, but he stated he would be hired to pour concrete into very large tires, which he was told was used to anchor the marina at the lake uh, next door. The tipster stated he he would always meet David Parker Ray alone, and he would be told to wait in the truck while everything was being poured. While there is a possibility Hmm. that there are bodies hidden in the concrete, the FBI believes that there are many other ways that Ray could have disposed his victims, like in the ground before a road was known to be paved. Out of this horrible trauma, some good did bloom. Cynthia created a nonprofit called Street Safe New Mexico, where she and her partner, Christine Barber, pay for hotel rooms for women who are on the street to sleep and shower in. They also provide necessary items like clothes and daily essentials, and they also help women who are survivors of rape testify in court so the victim is able to get the last word. Cynthia's view of David Parker Ray, she says, quote, I'm not his victim. I was never his victim. I wish he could have known that. And that is my ah. horrible telling. <laughs> Horrible retelling Ugh. of the toy box killer. Uh, super quick, all of my credits. Uh, Wikipedia, the David Parker Ray article, uh, the David Parker Ray's audio tape transcript, 
surviving David Parker Ray, the toy box killer. That's mostly where I got Cynthia's information. Uh, the toy box killer, David Parker Ray's crimes and consequences podcast. Uh, the horrifying story of David Parker Ray, the toy box killer. Uh, the toy box killer, how depraved life and com- uh, accomplices helped a serial killer pull off dozens of murders. Uh, murder, morbid and terrifying details about David Parker Ray, aka the toy box killer on Ranker. Uh, also an article from the front page detectives.com, all that's interesting.com. Uh, let's see. Coldcaseusa.blogspot with the uh, concrete, the key, and David Parker Ray murders. And another, all that's interesting, meets Cindy Hundy, the girlfriend of the toy box killer who supplied him with victims. Whew. Ooh, lot, lot of, it's a lot. lot of horrible. A lot of horrible. And like I said, the fact that, like, the fact that his daughter tried, the fact that no one connected what his daughter was stating in 86 to the victim in 96, the fact that there was just no bodies found but like he said that he was killing people from like i think he said that he was killing people from the age of 15 like there's just so many so many things that i wasn't aware of and like i said his home the one that they keep bringing up um was a part of courage the cowardly dogs like whole area like the whole truth and consequences the middle of nowhere um his actual farm-esque house um there is a link um that i shared with skloon about the um how the courage of cowardly dogs house was both connected to um s walkers as well as um david parker ray and how they didn't really like use a lot of things from david parker ray i don't know how they would um but they just the fact that they like use the idea of nothing just the vast emptiness that is that place that home that toy box and the fact that they like I think Courage Cowboy Dogs, the cartoon show, is itself a psychological torture sometimes. It's a great show, but like that dog. Yeah. That dog went yeah. through so much. <laughs> that that dog takes really bad stress poops. <laughs> Always poops. Always poops. Always poops. <sighs> <laughs> I am I am ready to hear some good stuff. Give me give me your scloon full of sugar. Give me your flan chocolate cake, please. Okay, okay, okay. Well, a big one is I finally got my new laptop. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling Ash it doesn't seem it seems fake. <laughs> like I I was telling my sister this this morning too. I was like, I just like woke up and went on my laptop and I was like, You're you're mine. Like I could play so much games. Yeah. Somebody's like, "You want to play golf? Golf it? You want to play Phasmo? I could just be like, "Yeah," instead of like, "No, I can't because my laptop won't run it and stuff like that. Your potato but laptop. No. Yeah, my potato laptop is no more. 
This is new potatoes. A. A. New potatoes. <laughs> uh, we're always here for new spuds. It's spudtastic. New spuds. New spuds. This is the meat. The other one was the potatoes. This is the meat. Oh, this is this is your yeah. wagyu right now. Yeah. Oh, your your wagyu steak. Your A five wagyu potato laptop. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Had a lot of fun with it. I've customized it to the max. <laughs> Have you changed your uh, mouse color? No, because I can't. But that's okay. But you can. Can I? You should be able to. Uh, you should be able to go into settings and go into devices. Find mouse. My cat knocked over my microphone. Uh, fi- find devices and then find mouse. And you should be able to change your the color. I was able to do it on my what? computer. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to check this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream. I, but- <laughs> I changed it on my work computer. And now I have like a slightly bigger mouse. That's purple, mm-hmm. and that's great. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. Gotta change the color, bro. Gotta change the color. Gotta change the color. But yeah, that's like that's the biggest thing. Um, my friend finally got her car fixed, so she's not stuck at home, and I'm really happy for that. And my cousin moved out and got his own place with a friend, and that's really big too, because big. Big things happening. That's pretty cool too. That's so nice. Yeah. Just yeah. Life moving on. My cat loves this microphone. Oh, one more. Yes. Um, the fact that you made graphics so mad the other day <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> I was dying of laughter. So Skloon has again we stream uh, on mm-hmm. Twitch, and we just play video games. We just have a good time. And uh, Skloon was playing Resident Evil 5? Resident Evil 6. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 5. 5. With her friend Graphic. And uh, when you are a streamer on Twitch, you can have what are called channel rewards. And basically, it's little points that your viewers collect throughout the time that they're watching your stream. And they can earn more mm-hmm. by like following if they're not already um, gifting a sub, resubscribing, things like that. And I just happen to turn Skloon on when I'm uh, working and I just keep her quiet so that like, you know, if I'm on a phone call, no one can hear her, but I just accumulate a bunch of points. And Skloon <laughs> has a redeem that says Mothman guide me. And it's where she <laughs> plays blind for three minutes and i will tell you side note your description of it does say one minute does it, it does i think i well shh we don't shh nobody needs to know you're just gonna <laughs> nope you're gonna have to change it to three minutes and yeah, that way yeah, yeah. i'm gonna change it to three minutes <laughs> and then start... i think i did that and then from the start just put it as three minutes yeah i never did it for one minute <laughs> so um i had previously redeemed it during left for dead which is like a zombie uh shoot 'em game where you have to survive like hordes while trying to complete objectives and i did mm-hmm. it for like 10 minutes in a row i swear and he hated like he was cussing up a storm he was so angry he was super pissed off and he vowed that i would never get to do that again while they played together 
So somehow I heard Skloon was playing. I hadn't been able to pull her up yet. And the first thing I did was redeem that during their Resident Evil playthrough. And apparently he had gone in to disable that. Yeah. Before we even started the stream, he was like, I'm disabling Mothman Guide Me because I need you not to be blind in this game. And yet... And I was like, all right. I was like, fine. Because as soon as Ash comes in and she hears you, which is funny because his audio wasn't working that day anyway. Um, and I didn't know you were playing with him. I didn't know you were playing yeah. with anyone. <laughs> I was like, as soon as she hears you, she's going to push the button. And he's like, no, no, no. We're going to turn it off. And I was like, fine, fine. Just for this one. And somehow, Ash found a loophole and pushed the button and it worked. Magic. I'm just magic. That's why they call me the Gourd Witch. I just... And I have to be true to it. I have to... It worked. You know? You... I gotta do it. You... It was meant for me <laughs> to pick it for you and then you survived by just killing zombie dogs with a knife in a yeah. circle and it was a great time it's my favorite thing to do to you <laughs> as I, a, I was doing pretty good as yeah. a viewer it's my favorite thing <laughs> and i it's great. it makes it funnier when he's with me because i just have more fun hearing him complain the whole time well it's even more fun because he genuinely he genuinely gets so pissed off and i'm like <laughs> i understand that you're mad but dude it's also a game like no 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 he's he's, he's he is angry about it but he's he's hyping himself up oh exactly more than it's actually true well that's what i'm saying like he's just like he's just he wants to get the game and he wants to be good at the game and then like this comes yeah. in and he's like i was on a roll we were doing so good this is all great <laughs> and you come in and you fuck me yeah, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, never actual anger. He gets no. over it after the stream, but it's just it's funny in the moment. It's so good. It just makes my heart tickle so much. So It just uh, made me laugh at the uh, the magic it being turned off and you clicking it and also his audio just not working so you didn't even know he was there. It's just too too perfect oh yeah i had no idea he was there because your stream didn't even like say that you were playing with anyone and i was like oh i get to mess with skloon today i love skloon let me be here <laughs> and then it yeah. it was just good stuff i'm all for it oh it's amazing man what am i happy about <laughs> What are you happy about? I have no idea. What am I happy about? I mean, that made me happy. That was good. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm really excited about our participle partner. Participle? Possible partnership with... Participle. With um, the brand that we have been discussing. I'm going to review some things about it, and hopefully we can actually get started on it this week, which will be three weeks ago by the time you're hearing this mm -hmm. um yeah but we are very very excited to get started on this journey um i just bought a new sundress and i'm really excited to try that out and i don't know i'm just life has been really good i'm actually super happy with work as of late like i don't <laughs> dread going to work so i guess that's a spoonful of sugar like i'm not despising waking up anymore that's well, pretty good 
Yeah. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> it's, it's hard when when you don't want it, and then you're just like, oh, but I gotta do it. Yeah, and it's really frustrating when, like, again, never gonna say why I work, because then it's gonna be a whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I do work in the medical field, and from the beginning, it's just been nothing but COVID. And, you know, it's come to a point where there's a lot of people who who call and they're very full of entitlement and very much oh, like yeah. a you're ruining my trip to Jamaica how dare you do this to me and it's kind of like we have no control the world does not have yeah. control over test results or anything like that you know what Jamaica's requiring you know the website we literally have no control over it like we have a whole team that works the website and they're not even a part of our team so it's kind of like i'm sorry (laughs) question mark i really don't know what to do with this um but also my other half of my brain is like why are you going to jamaica when you know there have been huge rise in cases in some areas like you know yes, we all are getting vaccinated, but not everyone is. And like some countries are worse off than others or vice versa. And it's just, you know, I understand that it's worth it. I mean, listen, I went to New Orleans. However, my trip to New Orleans was just based upon whether or not I got a vaccination. And, you know, we stayed safe the entire time. It was not $5,000 for a plane ticket. (laughs) Yeah. That yeah. that is writing on the fact that I may or may not get a COVID test within forty eight hours. Like that's that's what doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Why would you want to put the stress on yourself at all? Yeah. So but yeah, no, other than that the like work's been really, really good and just you know, it's it's kind of coming full circle. Things are, are getting better, you know, helping people out in ways other than covid test results has been really nice mm-hmm. it's a it's a refreshing change of pace and that's what i like yeah yeah i'm glad yeah yeah and my tattoo finally healed up <laughs> oh i'm so excited well i mean it, i had an allergic reaction to something oh. i don't know if it was the ink i don't know if it was the product that i used for healing which doesn't make any sense just due to the fact that i used it for all of my other tattoos. Right. And I have many. I have over 20. Anyway, <laughs> side side <laughs> side bit of, of who Ash is as a person. Um, but yeah, it was really red and really itchy for a while, and it had like heat bumps on it. Um, but it looks really good. It feels really good now. The only issue I currently have is just where it was really bad with the reaction. Some of the ink came up in like the knot area. I got a Celtic dragon uh, with um, a Celtic knot in the middle that Skloon designed for me and my mom. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. just where the knot overloops itself, there's a little bit of like ink that came out. So it kind of has like faded parts, but like overall as a whole, it looks great and I'm so thankful that you designed that for me and my mom and it's something of course super special course. that we'll take with us yeah I mean obviously I'm, thank you I'm honored to be a part of uh not only your tattoo but your mom's first tattoo I know that's amazing we 
don't talk about my mom's tattoo in the family. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about... Oh. (laughs) Speaking of we don't talk about, I'm going to say just for the record, anyone who makes fun of other people's medical conditions deserves to be bitch slapped across the face on stage in front of everyone. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you clearly aren't on any social media platform. Yeah. That's just my opinion. We're just going to leave it there. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. No names, because you know, if you know, you know. You know. If you know, you know. If you know about Bruno, you know about Bruno. Also, can we talk about Oscars real quick? And the fact that Encanto won Best Animated Film. Hello. Oh, let's go. But they did not win Best Song best like feature nah. song or whatever um yeah i forget who won it uh but they did not oh 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 i remember billy eilish and phineas um their song for the james bond movie no time to die hmm. that's hmm. right they did win that so um oh and i just like my cake time with you i like our is it cake time yes i love our is is it cake time is it cake <laughs> is everything i listen i I I am a, a Reddit spelunker sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and I found the, the the Reddit posts about Is It Cake. And when Ash told me there was a show of Is It Cake, ah, oh, all my dreams were coming true. <laughs> it's it's honestly genuinely incredible about it, and it's just one of those things where like like we watch it together and it I really like just watching it together and like we can work on our research together and like it's just an extra yeah. way to kind of like break the monotony and we laugh over the show and we also we pause the uh towards the end they do cake or cash where the contestants can win like another 5000 plus and so we pause the episode and we're like which one do you think it is is it this one? Oh, I think it's yeah. because of XYZ. And we just kind of go back and forth. And it's it's pretty great. So. Yeah. I love it's a that. fun time. We just, I just love hanging out with you. It's so fun. I love hanging out with you. And I have a new soundtrack for us for our next Just Vibe session. Oh. It's called. Exciting. Lo-Fi Mini. It's the new. Lo-Fi Mini? It's the new Lo-Fi music from Disney. Oh. <gasps> And it's oh? lo-fi versions of Disney songs. Yes. All the yes. It literally just came out uh, when, not gonna lie, when my partner was going on his little conspiracy rampage. I might have just pulled up Facebook <laughs> and was just like, or Twitter, and I was like, it's gonna, it'll end eventually. <laughs> I love it. It'll end eventually. Um, and that popped up and I got really excited, so... That's our, that's my, that's my Scloonful. So, Scloon, you want to, you want to take us out with your Scloonism for the day? Um, yes. Um, don't, don't go outside at night. And for goodness sake, let's eat some cake. (laughs) For a second, I thought you forgot. And then go. No, no, no. I had it. I just I just felt like adding don't go outside at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good yeah. Sound advice. It's a good one. Sound advice. Don't go out at night. Uh, and don't welcome unwanted people into your house. Period. Oh, oh, oh. And say people's full name. You never know. 
You're, you never know. You're always in trouble, Bert. S- oh no. Skloon, Bert Skloon. <laughs> the third. <laughs> Skloon, Bert Skloon. <laughs> the third. The third. <laughs> oh no! Ash, you've killed me. Well, I can't believe. Dead. I'll see you in bed. I'll check back in in four days, and if you don't answer, yeah. clearly. Next podcast episode, Ash is going to be by herself because I, she just killed me. She killed me I, on this podcast. Let me tell you, I was so happy when we were together. I don't know if we were recording or just finished, but you were like, uh, I mentioned that you were going to get murdered. Like I was making, we were making jokes about something and you were like, yeah, I mentioned that if I ever died, oh no, you said if I ever died, I wanted you to cover my murder. And I was like, yeah, so when you're murdered, I'll cover the podcast for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, when, not if. When? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a matter of when. Oh, it's a matter of when. Oh, was that in your chat? Was that in your chat? Because, like, right after that, I think Graphic was like, yeah, I'm going to murder you. And I was like, oh, there you go. I uh, truly, I don't remember. That's a thing. So much happened on Friday. I could not tell you. There's a lot that happened this week. You're right. A lot happened. You're right. There's a lot. But it's okay. You know what? At the end of the day, all we're just going to do is just eat cake. For goodness sake. Oh, yeah. Let's let's eat some cake. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Tiramisu cake. (laughs) Wait, not tamasu. <laughs> Flan cake. I got it mixed up. You know what? Just bring cake. It doesn't matter what flavor it is. <laughs> Just bring it through. Just bring cake. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on the Murder Horror Monsters podcast. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter at MHMPod. Uh, we are posting so many fun things, and you'll be able to see any of our new posts with any brands that we're collaborating with. And, you know, send us your schoonfuls. Send us any horror stories, uh, spooky stories that you want to talk about. And if you're interested in being a partner with us, maybe have an ad of your own, please send us an email at murderhorrormonsterspod at gmail.com. Look at that. Yeah. Plugging things in all around plugging them in (laughs) we'll see y'all next week bye (laughs) bye this has been an episode of murder horror monsters music produced by dank with a stank and spooky rose Research and stories completed by Ash and Skloon. Follow the podcast on Twitter at MHMPod. Join us every Tuesday for new content on Spotify.